You're traveling through another dimension. A dimension comprised of knowledge, opinions, and entertainment. A journey on a virtual information highway into a wondrous land whose boundaries are more distant than the outer reaches of the Twitter sphere. Your next stop, The Trend Zone. Hello and welcome to The Trend Zone. Casey here with Dave. We're the football dudes. And Dave, are you ready, bro? You got that right, my friend. <laughs> All right, let's get it going. Our next stop, The Trend Zone. In today's episode... We'll talk some of the major injuries cruising around, but Ooh. it's get some young QBs. They're shot at QB1, some over-officious jerks being over-officious jerks, a little survivor, our fantasy go-back starts of the week, and we'll be previewing all of the awesome games, all 16 games Sweet. from three day. But we can't go to the zone, baby, without some nugulars for the people. Yeah, dude, and this is a beauty, man. Entering week three of the NFL season here. The league has combined for a quarterback passer rating of 96.5 and a completion percentage of 67.2. Both are the highest through two weeks in NFL history, man. It is just, they're just lighting it up out there. Totally, bro. And speaking of lighting it up, 14 QBs have a passer rating of 100 or higher, dude. That's the most since 1970. You remember the 1970 season, Dave? <laughs> oh, those are the good old days, man. These guys are just smoking now, Casey, man. Oh, yeah. Burning up that green, baby. <laughs> all right, Dave. Let's keep it with the quarterbacks here, but not good news all the way around the league. We no. got a lot of signal callers with some injuries to get us started. Yeah, the Titans, or excuse me, the Texans, rather, playing some good football, surprisingly, to start the season with Tyrod. Unfortunately, he comes up with a pretty bad hammy. It'll be Davis Mills uh, getting the nod. Yeah, uh, Tyrod had the highest QBR in the league. It's a bummer, dude. He just can't wow. seem to catch a break. I know. Bummer. bummer. Poor Tyrod. And Dave, throw out that tune in that bro, because Tua <laughs> left that Bills game. They thought it was just a hurt ribs, fractured ribs. He's out for Sunday, so... Instead of the Tua, it's going to be Jacoby Brissett getting the start for those Dolphins in Las Vegas against the Raiders. <laughs> All right, Casey. It's also the Bears continue, continuing the theme of damaged quarterbacks here. Andy Dalton, uh, he'll remain the quarterback when he's healthy. We'll see about mm -hmm. that. Sure, will. It all depends on what Justin Fields can do as he gets the start uh, this weekend, man. Yeah, dude, total. Uh, I think if you're a Bears fan, you're completely stoked about that. But um, <laughs> Dalton just doesn't get any love, does he? But that bone bruise, uh, that's that's going to keep him out for a couple weeks. Yeah, Dave. And with the Cleveland Browns, Jarvis Landry's going on the IR. He's got a sprained MCL. They say OBJ may return this week. He's been looking good in practice, but we've heard that the last couple weeks. So they could really use him right now, dude. Yeah, and it's Carson Wentz. Casey, the uh, NFL version of the uh, human crash dummy. <laughs> Rob Johnson. <laughs> he gets Rob Johnson crumpled on every play. It seems like ba both ankles sprained. How do you sprain both ankles? <laughs> One at a time, I think. Is how he went about it, Casey. Um, it's, not, it's not clear if he's going to be able to go. They're trying everything they can. They'll see if they can get him out on the field. Oh, dude. And uh, Big Ben, he's got that pec injury as of now. His status is still unknown. Um you know, maybe it's time to go with Mason. Who knows? Uh, but that offense for the, the Stillers has not been uh, it's not been good, Dave. Yeah. Well, hey, how about uh, speaking of a good offense, Derek Carr's lighting it up in mm -hmm. two weeks here. Uh, first, he was questionable. Now, Chucky says Carr is good to go. However, Josh Jacobs, very questionable. And Alex Leatherwood also uh, had to leave the game with a back injury last week. So they may be down a couple of other offensive weapons there. 
Well, let's keep it in AFC West. Bradley Chubb re-injured that ankle in a Denver's uh, victory over the Jags on Sunday. He's going to have surgery out six to eight weeks. And Josie Jewell, he's on the IR too. He's got a pec injury. Lots of pec injuries going on, Dave. What's going on with that? I do not know, Casey. Uh, moving on over to Los Angeles. How are Angeles. your pecs, bro? My pecs are feeling pretty good, though. <laughs> not bad. Both of them are fine. Uh, Rams running back Daryl Henderson, Casey, uh, left the game uh, last Sunday with a rib injury. He's questionable going for this weekend. And Eagles defensive end Brandon Graham tore his Achilles. His season is over for the Eagles. Jeez, bummer there. And, Casey, on the COVID front, Antonio Brown for the Bucks and Cowboys Keanu Neal both on the COVID list, but both have a chance to play. I guess that means they're vaxxed up and they have a chance of uh, testing uh, negative twice in a row and being cool. Yeah, I don't care about AB, but come on. I need Keanu out there, bro. Wild Stallions. (laughs) You're a dude. I'm a dude. (laughs) And we're football dudes. (laughs) All right, doing a little guitar riff in someone's face might be considered taunting but the nfl dude they're getting lousy with the laundry on these taunting calls bro dude 11 flags uh for taunting in the first two weeks that's the same number of uh taunting fouls called in the entire season last year i guess they were all just really nice guys at the end of every play last year but you know what this comes down to and apparently all the coaches all agreed that are on the you know the whatever the competition committee or something there but rivera spoke he says you know they want to be role models they want to be examples for the younger uh, players out there and they really want to ultimately that it's okay to have a good time and to celebrate but just don't do it in somebody's face basically um and basically they're trying to avoid the escalation which yeah. will end up in a full-fledged brawl which I get because, you know, taunting someone sucks. You can be stoked about making a play. You just don't have to rub it in someone's face. But yeah. these guys are world-class athletes. Let them have a little fun, you know. So that Yeah, in case I'm, I'm, I'm kind of the get-off-my-lawn guy in this. I, I, I'd like to see it cleaned up a little bit. But here's the problem. We don't see it applied equally from yeah. team to team, from player to player. And until that happens, I'm going to be pissed off when it's called on my team and not the other team. Yeah, because, Dave, now we can rip off our helmets and throw them on the ground, and it's not a penalty. So that's yeah, pretty cool. Yeah, and we cool. can run to the end zone like the cheetah does and give fly the deuces, and it's no problem. Yeah, they. this is a see little about, issue there. So we'll we see gotta, where they go with this, Casey, right. if they handle it correctly. All right, Dave. Speaking of handling it correctly, it's the Survivor <laughs> Three Strikes Pool. Tell me you survived, bro. Oh, yeah. I got it done last week, Casey. How about yourself? I did. I went with the Cleveland Browns over the Houston Texans. Uh That was the most popular pick. The most popular incorrect pick was the Seahawks over the Tennessee Titans. And next week, Casey, the head, the most popular pick, pick heading into next next week is Denver over the Jets. Following a theme that we've had over the last several <laughs> years, it is whoever's playing the Jets. That's your team. That's what I was going to ask you, bro. Is this really the Broncos or is it the anti-Jet pick? <laughs> yeah, it's just look at that Jet schedule. Try and make sure you get all, all those ones picked in. Uh, save those teams because they're going to play the Jets eventually. <laughs> <laughs> all right, Dave, it's time for our fantasy go back starts of the week and we had a head-to-head battle casey and you i I congratulate you sir you came off on top with derrick henry though my running back getting me 41.7 the rest of my team combined 
Kamiya 42.78. <laughs> so Eric almost outscored the entire other team. I could have had a much better score had I played Damian Harris, Henry Ruggs, and Robbie Anderson instead of David Montgomery, Jarvis Landry, and Amari Cooper. That would have given me 22.5 points, and I still would have come up 4.5 points shy. Yeah, Dave, that's because I had the uh, the optimal lineup in. I had all my <laughs> starters in. Yeah, they, they <laughs> outscored my – Oh, yeah, Tom Brady. I forgot about that guy. Nine <laughs> touchdowns through two games. Um, Damn. That's working out for me so far. Yeah, he's pretty good Over for an old guy. All right, Dave, speaking of Tom Brady, let's get to some awesome games. He's got an awesome matchup coming up. But week three is going to be awesome. Dave, we got some 0-2 teams. The Lions, the Colts, the Falcons, the yep. Giants, the Jags, the Jets, and the Vikings, bro. These teams got to get off the schneid if they want to sniff that postseason. But let's get it started. Thursday night football, bro. All right. Thursday night Panthers. It is the uh, Thursday, night Panthers. <laughs> Thursday night football. It is the Carolina Panthers at the Houston Texans. Panthers on the road favored by seven and a half. That was like when we're playing cards and you're like, do, 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 flush. <laughs> they just told us what his hand was. Uh, did I just say that? <laughs> uh, but let's talk about these Panthers, Dave. The Jets trash has his new team out to a 2-0 and start. Sam playing really good football, but it's actually that number one ranked Panthers defense that's been dominating. They're giving up less than 200 passing yards a game. 46 and a half rush yards a game and holding teams to just over 10 points. It helps when you do play the Jets, but that Panthers defense is looking good and they're a surprise at 2 and 0, man. Wow. Yeah, and you know what? This Houston Texans team was playing a lot better football um, than we thought they would. We thought they would really be a complete train wreck, um, but it hasn't really paid off. Um, in terms of wins and losses, and now they don't have their starting quarterback, Tyrod Taylor, who was playing some great football. It'll be Davis Mills. So it's going to be tough sledding here uh, for the Texans at home. All right, up next, we have the Indianapolis Colts at the Tennessee Titans, and the Titans, the Titans, the Titans are five and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, and how about this uh, Colts squad? Um, they've had a tough, uh, you know, tough schedule to start yeah. the season, and they they're they're at zero and two. They really really need a win, and this is not a good situation for them heading on the road with a banged up quarterback in Carson Wentz. Uh, they're going to have to put it together. Hopefully, Wentz can go. Otherwise, it'll be Eason, and they are they better uh, play like like crazy good on defense to stop what Derrick Henry's been putting together. Yeah, dude, the team and the king awoke from their slumber last week against the Seahawks. I guess you could say they were sleepless in Seattle. Oh, <laughs> no, seriously, dude. Henry dominated, dude. 237 scrimmage yards and three touchdowns. That run game is what opens up the play action, and that's a formula the Titans like to use. This is a big divisional game. It looks like the Titans are finding their stride, bro. Yep. All right, up next is Atlanta Falcons at the New York Giants. Giants favored by three and a half. Yeah, Atlanta has not been good. <laughs> They're giving up 40 points a game Ouch. while only scoring 15. I'm not a numbers guy, Dave, but something doesn't compute there. Maybe they're missing Julio from that offense. I don't know. Wow. Yeah, they certainly haven't found it yet, Casey. And you know who else hasn't found it? Saquon Barkley really has struggled in the first two games. He only has 3.6 yards per carry. Uh, it's sort of all on Danny Dimebags. He's got a nice receiving group. They've played pretty good. Last week, it was a real yeah. close game against the FTs, and they just came up short on that one. Maybe this is their chance to finally. Somebody's got to win this game, Casey. But I've done the math on it. I've it over, and then the Giants have a chance. Someone's going to win. All right, Dave. Up next, your Los Angeles Chargers at the Kansas City Chiefs, and the Chefs are six-and-a-half-point favorites at home. 
Yeah, and the Chargers uh, last year in the in the SoFi Stadium in Week Two, Herbert's first start, they took the Chiefs to overtime. That was Mahomes, the full Chiefs. That's the game we're going to have to play. We're going to have to play a hair better than that. We did beat them late in the season without Mahomes when they didn't need the win. Uh, that one, it was in Kansas City. That one really doesn't count, as we know. Um, the Chargers are just going to have to play better than they have so far this year uh, and facing a Chiefs team coming off of, of, a, of a, a bummer, right? Yeah, so, Bad totally. time to play the Chiefs, right? Well, I don't know. It depends how you look at it, because that Chiefs defense is not good. They're giving up over 200 yards on the ground per game. And if you're able to do that, that's a good formula for keeping Mahomes and company off the field. That yep. being said, they're one Clyde Edwards-Alaire fumble away from being 2-0. and I'm not going to panic yet, but that D better get right if they want to get back to the Super Bowl, man. Easier said than done, dude. Yep. Cincinnati Bengals, Casey, on the road to face the Pittsburgh Steelers. Steelers are favored by four and a half. Yeah, the good news is Jamar Chase looks to be the real deal. Two TDs in two games, but Joey B is not all the way back, and he's really struggling, man, and that offensive line for the the Bengals is struggling too. If they're going to get the the Steelers, though, this looks like a prime opportunity to do so. Yeah, and how about those Steelers, man? I mean, they looked phenomenal in the second half uh, week one where they came back against the Bills last week. Not so much when they got smoked late by the Raiders and gave up that huge touchdown to Henry Ruggs. The good news is Pittsburgh is the Steelers and Cincinnati's still the Bengals. So they've got that going for them. All right. That usually works out. All right, up next, we've got the Chicago Bears at the Cleveland Browns. And the Browns are seven and a half point favorites at home. Yeah. And um, Chicago, man, what can you say? Andy Dalton goes down. Justin Fields came in. He did not throw the ball very well at all, to be completely honest with you, but he did electrify the place with his legs and his mobility. They're going to have to do a lot of that, and he's going to have to throw the ball a heck of a lot better if they want to stand a chance against this Cleveland Brown squad. Yeah, you know, um, Fields getting his first start in front of the Ohio crowd. It'll be interesting to interesting. see if there's any of those folks there. But Baker Mayfield, man, what a tough SOB, this cat. He does throw the interception, tries to make the block, dislocates the left shoulder, pops it back in, and goes and finishes the game. Dude, he's leading the league right now with the 81.6 completion percentage. Wow. And Nick Chubb, we thought his six yards of carry average was good last year. 6.8 this year, man. The guy is a running machine. That's a good formula. Give it to Chubb and then let Baker do his thing on the other side of that. Um, so this is an important game for both of these teams, especially the Brownies, though. No doubt about it, dude. All right. Up next, the Baltimore Ravens on the road to face the Detroit Lions. Ravens favored by eight. You know, we talked about the uh, the Chiefs being a fumble away from being 2-0. Same could be said about the Ravens. They were going to shut that thing down week one. The fumble in overtime really gave uh, the Raiders that game. But last week, man, Lamar Jackson's skill set is so different from anybody else in the yep. league. And when he gets it going, you just can't shut it down. And the more he runs, the more hype he gets. And uh, that defense is not what it has been in years past, but Lamar is every bit uh, the part that he led when he was the MVP just a couple years ago. So this is going to be an exciting game. And, um, well, exciting <laughs> if you're the Ravens fans. Dave, can you you going to be able to spin this a little bit? I got you here, Casey. Don't worry about this. I really like the resilience of that Lions squad in week one when they came back from that 28-point deficit and made a football game out of that one against the 49ers. And I loved what they did in 
week, uh, excuse me, in the first half yeah. against the Packers. So what they need is that the put a whole game together <laughs> where they play good football for four quarters. They put two halves together on, in separate games. Just Frankenstein that. that shit and put it together. Yeah, Boom. We need to surgically sew those puppies together haphazardly. The Lions, uh, if force comes to worst, they're going to bite some kneecaps, man. Yeah, that won't be so bad with those sharp teeth. <laughs> All right, Dave. The New Orleans Saints at the New England Patriots, and the Patriots are three and a half point favorites at home. And what? How about this Jekyll and Hyde Saints squad and and Winston man? You know, first week he throws five touchdowns that are on top of the world, destroying the pack. Last week came up massively shy against Carolina. Just got smoked by him. Only put seven points on the board. My question is, can um, can Sean Payton? Um, coach up Winston and somehow not fall victim to Bill Belichick in that defense. That's my question, man. I don't know. Well, uh, BB is five and one against Sean Payton in the games they've had. So um, we'll see good. about that. You know, Mac Jones, really, really impressive. They were a Damian Harris and fumble away. Damian Harris fumble away week one from beating those dolphins. And it's hard to say what happened with the jets because they're trash. So, um, but what Bill wants you to do as a quarterback, just make good decisions. Don't make a play that's going to cost me the game. Max seems to be able to do that. He's still getting familiar with his weapons there. So that defense looks a lot like the uh, 2019 uh, defense for the Patriots that was just dominating left and right. So um, this is a very interesting game, to say the least. No question. Up next, it's the Arizona Cardinals favored by seven and a half on the road at Jacksonville to play the Jaguars. Casey, this is the 30th time that quarterbacks drafted number one overall will go against each other since 2018. Man, a lot of number one quarterbacks going at it, man. Yeah, and they're getting those starts early. You know, Yeah, Kyler Murray's right up there for MVP right now. I know he Tom is Brady is good, but like, he is a cheat code, dude, because he runs smart. And you don't know if he's going to take off. He had that play last week against Minnesota. It looked like he was running out. He just stopped and Boom. fired it downfield and hit a, you know, hit a receiver for a big play. He's just so explosive, so dynamic. If they can find any run game besides Kyler to get going there, then this is going to be a pretty exciting squad. And Rondell Moore, he's looking like a nice addition to this uh, air raid uh, Cliff Kingsbury offense, man. They're a lot of fun, bro. Yeah, and then over to the Jaguars, Casey. <clears throat> Both Herb and uh, the uh, young quarterback. I'm dro- the golden boy the with golden the pretty boy. hair. Fabio. Jennifer Lawrence. I mean, Trevor Lawrence. <laughs> Trevor Lawrence, thank you. You know what? They're both getting a rude awakening. They're, they don't have all the talent. They don't out-talent the other team significantly uh, every week. And they're finding it is a rude awakening here that, that they're in the NFL. Um, and it's going to get ruder in all likelihood this week against a red-hot Cardinals squad. Um, yeah, good luck, Jags. Uh, but, hey, stay with it. It's, it's, you know, it's a long season. All right. It's even okay, longer when got... you start 0-3. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, right? We got Washington football team at the Buffalo Bills and the Bills. Eight and a half point favorites at home. How about the FT, dude? I mean, tell you what. They almost beat the Chargers in, in week one. Last week, they eke it out 
against the Gigantes. And they're, you know, Heineke is looking pretty good. He thinks it's his yeah. job. It should be his job. Yeah. Uh, we'll see about that. I think he, he has a little more to prove to really wrestle that thing away from a healthy Fitzmagic. But if he, if he can put together a couple of good games and outduel Josh Allen, then, hey, we'll see. Yeah, you know, in week one, uh, the Bills were rolling until halftime, and I don't know what happened. Uh, well, right. that black punt really helped the Steelers get that game. But last week, that's the Bills team we thought they were gonna we were gonna see thirty five to nothing against uh, the Fish. There just absolutely clobbered them. They're getting a little more of their run game going this year, which is taking a little off of Josh Allen's plate. Let him just throw the ball down there to Stephon Diggs, and uh, the Bills seem like they are. Uh, starting to hit their stride as well up next it's the new york jets at the denver broncos broncos at home 10 and a half point favorites yeah and it's hard to find uh much to like about this jet squad right now um you know they really struggled last week the 35 <laughs> to nothing the four interceptions but hey rook them are the breaks when you're learning the ropes but uh yeah you know, not much of a run game there, too. We had a couple of TDs from Corey Davis week one. Let's see if those guys can hook back up and find a little bit of that magic against that stingy Broncos defense. Good luck with that, Zach. Right. Yeah, it's that. not going to get easier for Zach this week against the Vic Fangio-led Broncos defense. He's fielding because they're pretty awesome out there. And on the other side, Teddy B's playing mistake-free football for the most part. They've got this Bronco team uh, sitting at 2-0. There's their looking right at 3-0. The schedule was a little friendly to them, but hey, you got to win the ones that are on your schedule and you got to win the ones you're supposed to. So the Broncos should win this one. All right, up next, we got the Miami Dolphins at the Las Vegas Raiders and the Raiders are four and a half point favorites at home. Yeah, and this is a perfect time for the Raiders to face this uh, Dolphins team. Obviously, uh, Tua with the fractured ribs and so it's going to be Jacoby Brissett out there. I didn't think he looked all that inspiring in relief last week. Hopefully a week um, with the starters, a week with the with the uh, practice in, that'll, that'll make him play, you know, look a lot better. Uh, but this Raiders team is red hot right now. Yeah, dude, speaking of red hot, Derek Carr, man, he's got the keys. He's leading the league in passing yards. And I was really impressed by the way they fought back against those Ravens week one. And I thought they were going to be dead to rights week two going to Pittsburgh and they went in there and they whooped the Steelers. So um, it's hard to get too stoked about the Raiders because they usually raider the season away, but Hey, yep. they're two and zero. they got a chance to go three and zero. do not let that opportunity slip through that hook. <laughs> oh wait, no, it's just eye patch. We don't know if he's got a hook for a hand. He's got eye patch. So maybe he does. It would make sense because <laughs> they're the Raiders. All right. It's, it's the Seahawks, Casey. Heading to Minnesota to play the Vikings. Uh, Seahawks on the road are favored by a point and a half. Yeah, dude. And last week I was at the uh, Cowboys Chargers game and I was looking at that scoreboard and it was like Hawks up, Hawks up, Hawks up. And then all of a sudden Hawks <laughs> were no longer up. So that Oof. defense is still a work in progress, if you even want to call it that. The offense is fine. Russ is definitely cooking, doing some of his best play. Tyler Lockett is absolutely unstoppable. A healthy Chris Carson's really making that offense dynamic. But they got to figure out a way to get that defense playing some better football. And that could be trouble, dude, because we saw these Vikings put up a lot of points last week, too. Yeah, and the Vikings, um, you know, they're sitting at 0-2. And, and they're so they're kind of in a desperation situation right now. Um, and they played some good football. I mean, honestly, last week they were in position 
to win. They did what they needed to do in the game, the end game there. They got their kicker in position. It was a 38-yarder, I believe. He did not make it. Seems like a very Viking way to go. Um, but, you know, uh, they're playing pretty good football. And at home, they really need this one. All right, up next, we got the Tampa Bay Bucks at the Los Angeles Rams. Dude, the Rams are a half-point favorite in this. And wow. a little bit on Tom Brady. He's going to add uh, to his legacy. His 37th city that he's played in in his 44th stadium. And, Dave, this is the only game against undefeated teams this week. Yeah, and it's a chance for Tom Brady to, to notch another victory uh, on against the, an, in another stadium, Casey. But let's talk about Tom Brady and what he's been doing here, defying age for years and years. But, man, has he come out, this Tampa Bay Buccaneers team, red hot. And last week just absolutely destroyed the Falcons. Five touchdown passes there. Um, man, they've got weapons galore. They're very balanced. Their defense is, is really awesome. This is going to be a battle between two of the best defenses in the NFL, Casey. We'll see with, with which offense can really overcome that. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what they do with Jalen Ramsey if they move him around. We're not sure. We talked about the COVID with uh, A.B. Not sure if he's going to play. Right. Someone's going to have to step up there. And Aaron Donald, man, we know what a beast this guy is. But let's move it over to this Rams offense. Traded all those picks away. Matt Stafford so far has looked like they're getting a killer return on that investment. But yeah. this is going to be the biggest challenge for those guys so far. We're still not sure about Daryl Henderson. Um, lots of unproven guys behind him. Well, Sony Michelle, this might be his L.A. debut, if you will. And Cooper Cup, dude, last week, 163 yards and two touchdowns. Wow. The guy is one of the most precise route runners in the league. And once he has it, those yards after catch, man. This guy is so underrated. This is going to be a really fun game, and someone's going to step up and uh, claim the NFC dominance in week three if there is such a thing. <laughs> All right, Casey, moving on to Sunday night football. It's Green Bay Packers at the San Francisco 49ers. Niners at home favored by three and a half. Dude, he told everybody to relax, man. You know, <laughs> hey, you know. You're partying in Hawaii. You're not doing any of the offseason crap. You get in there. It takes a little while. And for a half, it looked like they might be on the ropes against the Lions on Monday night. But mm -hmm. then in the second half, you saw the defense working better. You saw the offense working better. Ain't nothing wrong with Aaron Jones, baby. That guy had a spectacular night. He had four touchdowns. Yeah. And Rodgers seemed to find his groove. And I don't know if you remember it specifically, but that touchdown to Robert Tunyon on Monday night, I don't know that there's another QB in the league that can make that throw. That window, it wasn't tiny, dude. There was no window. He fired it <laughs> through an opening, man. So yeah. impressive. But this is going to be a huge test. And I think we'll get to find out uh, what the uh, Green Bay Packers are. Yeah, no question about it. And it's a tough it's a tough game for the 49ers. They're at uh, two and oh, they were able to uh, eke out a not super impressive win. But last week in Philadelphia, uh, beating the Eagles there. And as long as they keep winning one way or another, it's going to be Garoppolo, Garoppolo's uh, gig there. Uh, they've had some running back health issues there. But they, they seem to be able to plug any old dude in and get some productivity <laughs> at the position. So uh, we'll, we'll see. Uh, you know, this Packers team's coming to town and they don't after finally writing the ship in the second half last week. I'm sure the Packers aren't looking to go to San Francisco and drop one to the Niners. This is going to be a tough battle, dude. Totally, man. Oh, and let's finish up week three, baby. A little Monday <laughs> night football. 
the Philadelphia Eagles at my Dallas Cowboys, and the Cowboys are favored by four and a half. Yeah, man, and this Eagles squad with Jalen Hurts, uh, obviously I just mentioned came up short last week um, hosting the Niners, uh, but you know, in week one, he looked pretty awesome. You know, his dynamic play with his running and passing, et cetera, et cetera. Obviously, this is a divisional battle heading to Dallas uh, after a big emotional cowboy win at SoFi Stadium against my Chargers. Um, this is going to be a fun NFC East battle, dude. Totally. And you look at these cowboys, they're already trying to pour dirt over Zeke, and he just wants his porridge, dude. I love what Tony Pollard's doing. Ooh. Two completely different running styles, yeah. dude. You know, and if you've forgotten already, go back and watch that Tampa Bay game from week one. All the blocking on the blitz pickups that Zeke did. That's a huge part of being a running back, too. So I'm not ready to bury this guy. But Dak Prescott's been absolutely amazing so far this year. Might not have Amari Cooper. He's nursing those banged up ribs. Cedric Wilson might be a guy. If you're looking to stream somebody for a receiver for the week, he might get it done. But, dude. This defense is what we're talking about, and not in a bad way. Leading the league with six turnovers and leading the league uh, at a plus four in the turnover ratio. So that's a big addition here. Trevon Diggs looks like he's taking the next step into becoming a, a shutdown cornerback, dude. But how about getting gifted Micah Parsons? Both of those DBs being gone for us might be the best thing that ever happened to these Cowboys. He played defensive end, although underside last week, and you saw him in the backfield a lot. The sky's the limit for this guy. I'm excited about this defense. I'm excited about this team. That being said, they lose on the last second field goal week one. They win on the last second field goal week two. A 56-yarder. Yeah, that's right. So let's just get this crap together and have a complete game and uh, pluck all the feathers from these eagles and send them back to Philadelphia. Yeah, with broken talent and hurt wings. I don't know how many times I've seen the eagles come in the cowboy land and somehow find a way to play inspired ball and get a W. So you're gonna have you're gonna have yourself a battle there, Case. Oh yeah, dude. Divisional games are always crazy, and yep. uh, throw it on Monday night. So it is Woo. gonna be epic, and I'm completely stoked. And we would be completely stoked if you subscribe to this podcast, the Trend Zone. That's what you're listening to. It's free, bro. It's free. Available on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, wherever you get your favorite podcasts. Free of charge, KCFOC. Also, folks, subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Instagram and Facebook. Follow us on Twitter at FootballDudesLA. Make sure you tag us across all those social media platforms, too. We'd appreciate that. Thanks. Don't miss out on the Football Dudes Extronomical Fantasy Show. It's coming at you. So if you want to check that out, just go to footballdudes.com. It's all there right for you. Oh, man. Dave, where'd the time go? It flew by. That's going to do it for this episode of the Trend Zone. For Dave, I'm Casey. Enjoy week three, people. We are out of here.